Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag college football. Are you looking forward to going to Arkansas in 2028? I'll be golfing in Maui in 2028. With you. Sweet. (laughs) Well, aren't you just in on the old gravy train? I wanted that for 7.30, but we wouldn't do it now. (laughs) Maui, huh? Yeah, I don't know what you guys are going to be doing in 2028. But I know what I'm going to be doing. Golfing in Maui. Full-time or part-time? It's really the last decision to make. Well, he wants to go part-time. I want to go full. Oh, really? Yeah. Because I thought you might want some golf on Kauai, too. I've never been there, so I don't know how it no. is. But once, once you've found heaven, you don't need to go anyplace else. I'm never a heaven is greener guy. So I'm going Maui. 2028, Yak, you'll be breaking down the Cougars. And who uh, are they going to get in the Mountain West or the Big Sky or the AAC or the CCA and the uh, NBA? And I'm going to be teeing it up in Maui. Sweet. My time is already accounted for. That's awesome. Now I've got it on record. He's taking me to Maui in 2028. Can blackmail him now. Did he announce his retirement? Sort of. Didn't put a, <laughs> didn't put a date on it. But well, you know, 20, 2028. 20, 20, but it could be 2026. It could be 2024. I mean, he didn't put an specific. But we know I mean, he won't be get coaching out there. in 2028. I mean, you're getting out that's there. Nine where he's, years. He's he's not 70 at that point, but he's pushing it. So that's not a huge surprise, is it? John Lavelle Edwards is one of his mentors. Was coaching then. Yeah. Nick Saban is pushing 70. Yeah, but we already decided Greg, Nick wasn't going to be around for that trip to Wisconsin in Greg 2024. Greg is 70. Yeah, that's a good one. That is a good one. And he's still at a high level. So. so? I would say the odds are against it, but it's possible. But now it sounds like the odds are really against it. Well, the opportunity to go with me, I think it was just too much to overcome. I like how some of these youth fans think I really hate your school and these coaches hate me. I would say if they only knew, but were they listening to that? Kyle wants to golf with you in Maui. And you know who wants to be the third in that foursome? It's Kalani, so don't start, Cougar fans. Because <laughs> uh, there's other guys on Twitter yesterday telling me how uh, somebody shut me down. And they, yeah, yeah, yeah. These coaches, they don't dislike the truth, me. The truth is there are four coaches coaching college football in northern Utah, and they all like you, and you like every one of them. That's true. Yeah, so. I guarantee you right now, if Kalani gets that third spot, Gary and Jay are fighting over that fourth. Well, Kalani's going to be working in 2028. He could fly out for the weekend. He could, but he's he's going. Yeah, he and Jay are young be enough. Coaching, yeah, somewhere. he and Jay are young enough. They'll still be coaching. And he, and I hope for Kalani, he's coaching exactly where he wants to, and for Jay yeah. Hill, for that matter. Clemson is the top-ranked team in the USA Today coaches poll. Alabama, number two. Utah debuts at number 15. There are five Pac-12 teams in the top 25. Washington's the highest ranked at number 12. 
So there's five in there. I thought yep. this perception of this conference was bad, and their perception of the a- ACC was great. Hey, no, it's not. Well, it's all. First off, it's all relative, and the perception is bad. There's no Pac-12 teams in the top ten, so that's the bad part. But five teams are starting in a decent enough spot that if they get on a roll, they ought to uh, make some headway in that. Yeah, I mean that that poll doesn't mean anything. Nope. The one that matters will largely follow this. But it's not out yet. And and won't be for a couple more months. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. Four defensive backs inside the five-yard line with two linebackers. Six players inside the five. Rippin drops the throw, bounces around, throws a ball, backside of the end zone, deflected and caught! Touchdown, Denver! Great catch there by Jawan Winfrey, the University of Colorado product. That ball was deflected for on the contested throw. Winfrey caught the deflection, stayed with it, 15 yards on the play. That was a Bronco to a Buffalo right there. Brett Rippon, the former Bronco, Boise State Bronco quarterback, to Juwan Winfrey. And Denver wins the Hall of Fame game. The NFL preseason is underway with that 14-10 Bronco victory that no one will remember in a month. A month? Yeah, it'll be lost <laughs> right in the tomorrow. blur of all the... I was thinking when the regular season starts. But you're right, probably week three of the preseason will be, uh, who played in that game? <laughs> I think that if we followed it through, now the analyst has to say, oh, he showed great concentration. Because anytime a ball is tipped and the receiver catches it, it's always great concentration. The go-to cliche. Yeah. I didn't watch a second of it. Broncos coach Vic Fangio apparently coached the game while dealing with a kidney stone. Guess he didn't have anything else to do waiting to pass the kidney stone. Why not? Never had to do that, so I would have no idea. I did once, and it was brutally painful. That was no fun. You don't want any yeah, part of that. Yeah, but at the same that. time, you went to the emergency on a bee sting. No, it's not yes, true. Yes, you did? No. I went on an allergic reaction to a wasp sting. <laughs> Try to be accurate. <laughs> Details. You went on a bee sting. Nope. Come on, Walter Cronkite School of Journalism, Mr. Factual <laughs> Detail. You can, you can color it as much as you want, but you went on a freaking bee sting. <laughs> That's laughing the- about allergic reactions to kill people. Yes, I'm laughing hysterically. <laughs> Pro Bowl center Ryan Khalil, unretired, signed for a year with the Jets. He'd retired after 12 years with the Panthers. He's back, baby. Missed him. The agent for Charger running back Melvin Gordon told ESPN that he has asked for a trade for his client. Gordon's got one year left on his contract, looking for $13 million a year, but the Chargers have only been offering about $10 million per season. See if they accommodate him with the deal. Yeah. They just let him sit. Those things. I'm, I'm interested in what goes on on the field, not that other stuff. I got nothing for you. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. Bases loaded, two out, two one Padres. Here's the pitch. Fly ball, center field. Marco going back to the wall. He leaps and it's a grand slam home run. Will Smith strikes. Again. Will Smith, he's got a lot of come-from-behind, game-tying, go-ahead home runs, a lot of clutch homers, yeah. and he gets another one. Well, he got jiggity with it. Cody Bellinger hit his 35th homer. The Dodgers beat the Padres 8-2. to 
And now the team that's been established as co-favorites to win the World Series with the Dodgers, the Astros. They got Garrett Cole out there for one run and seven innings. He had a strong outing, and the Astros thumped the Indians 7-1. That's win number 70 for Houston, as Houston and the Dodgers have the best records in baseball. Just killing it. Matt Chapman and the Oakland A's beat the Milwaukee Brewers. Chapman's 24th homer of the year. A big part of Oakland's 5-3 win there. Chapman's a fine player. The Arizona Diamondbacks exploring franchise relocation. I think that's they were. It's not, it's not current. Henderson, Nevada. A proposed 32,000-seat ballpark. Well, they had negotiations. That's not going it's forward. All, it's not going to happen. No, it was, the, the story is that they had discussions about it over the winter. Not that it's current. Henderson, the city of Henderson, issuing a statement. While a proposal for an Arizona Diamondbacks ballpark has not moved forward, the city of Henderson would welcome conversations with other major league franchises that may be considering a move to a different market. Looking at you, Tampa Bay. Bees beat the Oklahoma City Dodgers 14-4. They play the New Orleans Baby Cakes tonight at 7 o'clock. Get your tickets at SLBs.com and listen on the Zone Sports Network. Hashtag RSL. RSL hosts New York City FC, Rio Tinto Stadium tomorrow night at 8 o'clock. Mike Pecky serving the second of his three-game suspension. New York City FC has been really good on the road, and uh, although they're fourth in the East, they're pretty close to the top spot, and they've played fewer games than everybody else, so they got a great chance to make a move. Well, that's not fair. What? They should play the same games. Well, they will eventually. Oh. They just haven't right now. A little behind. they got four games in here. Okay, because I don't want them to get all mad and have to go to anger management. Ah. So I've <laughs> talked to a few more people about the uh, anger management oh, what do you issue. Got? What do you got, man? You got some inside scoop? People who really like Mike are uh, are kind of where we were on the discussion. They think he needs to go because he's got anger management issues, but they don't know that it's, it's going to have the impact he needs to have. Well, if you really want to downplay his and get the anger management under control, yeah. win. Yeah, well, you're going to lose some. And this is the third July in a row he's been suspended. Or have good calls. And a lot of the, uh, a lot of what stresses people out isn't that he melted down in the moment, although they're not happy with that, but that it continued on after there should have been that cooling off period and it continued on in the tunnel later when there'd been time to dial it down and it wasn't dialed down. Because he wants to win. I'm not going to have him feel bad because he wants to win? Did he hurt anybody? Physically, no. Uh, baseball, I told you that the Reds manager would get way more game suspension, right? He got eight game suspension. He, did. he didn't have to go to anger management. That dude was physically in contact with multiple human beings, and there was no anger management. How many times has he been suspended? Because they think that's part of the deal, that this keeps recurring with Mike. And anger management. I don't, I don't know that it's going to work either, and if the people they, who like him with you not. may not think it may not work Win. either. But doing nothing isn't going to get it done either. They'll, they'll be a fourth not, episode. There isn't, they'll be a it's fifth. not nothing. It's not anger management or nothing. He has a suspension. He has a fine. 
And if they he's don't win, fi- he's, he's going to be out of a job. He's been fined and suspended before. And he'll be fined and suspended again when they don't mm. win. Unless he loses his job. And this is That's, brand new? They knew full well who this guy is. I don't think they knew to this degree, though. I mean, yes, because well, I know you're going to defend like ownership. This. You have to. No, I, I don't mean, think that, anybody, that's your thing. I don't think anybody knew this. So he had never been. He never yelled anywhere. Absolutely, absolutely. And he was never upset and blah blah blah. It just in Salt no. Lake of it's all what, places, he just lost his mind. I don't buy it. You shouldn't because it's not right. He played with an edge. That's what made him good. Of course. But this is too much. And he's getting suspended. And, and he's that, getting fined. And is that going to end it? Because I think a lot of people think that's not going to end it. There's going to be another one. Nor is anger management going to end it. I think a lot of people think that. I think a lot of people think that anger management won't, but the people who like him like, well, you better try it because what have you got to lose? You got you, everything well, if, if to lose. If it's that desperate, then get rid of him. If it's I think, that, there, if it's I think that there are people point, out there who believe that, well, you're but they haven't a, carried the day any, yet. Any form of people, you're going to get form of people who believe everything. I mean, anytime there's we got we got all this strife in this country because of somebody believes something and somebody in Timbuktu says something, and then the one group just see, I told you, look at that. Well, that's not mainstream. That's some outlier, and then they go crazy on it. So, yeah, you're going to find people are going to believe whatever you want people to believe. You you'll find, find somebody, somebody who's going to believe it. Of the 7 billion people on Earth, yeah. not the 320 million people in the United States. So, if this is a serious issue, then they need to address it. And having him go, right, I will be a good boy on the board, hmm. is that going to solve it? And you just said there's plenty of people there who think it won't. There are plenty of people who think it won't. Then, then you still have this serious issue. So, that's the they're not addressing the serious issue. What is this? They, did they go to Mike and say, yeah, you go to this class and, or series of classes and whatever it is that they teach you there, if you don't adhere to it completely, you're done? I mean, what has been said? Where are they going with I can't, this? I suspect something like that has been said, but I don't know it for sure. But I suspect something like that has been so said. So this is this it is now. There's, like there's been this one, this one, this one, this one, but I, this one, that's it. You know the whole three strikes and you're out? Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm asking. Be, and I don't know for sure either. It's a personnel thing. They're not going to go to a media member and tell him. But my sense is he just fouled off strike two, and he's not going to, you know, the next foul strike, you're out. Okay. I mean, I think he's... Then that's probably what will help. I think he's right up against the cliff. Okay. And that's why he's... Because he's writing apologies to people. He's like, you can't do what you did. And we're not... They're not saying exactly what he did. I mean, you can do some lip writing. There's plenty of people who I think they know are guessing. You've got the skill, remember? Yeah, I think in this case, a lot of people have the skill because he did it a lot. No, so but you told me years ago you had the skill. I do. But I lip read, <laughs> but I lip read English. And so it's Spanish. And what did he say? And there's slight variations. Oh, you speak Spanish? And that matters a lot. Just enough to get in trouble, apparently. I don't know how much beyond that. Oi vey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of people pick up a little bit of Spanish. I think it's like baseball and soccer like that because there's a lot of people who speak Spanish who play. So you're going to be in a clubhouse with people who speak multiple languages. Clubhouse? They, call, they don't call soccer clubhouse, do they? Uh, locker room. I don't yeah. know. Whatever. Okay, that's ba- we can't have any American terms infiltrating soccer. It has to just be the foreign. We kit! Play, we, boot! What'd you say? Kit. Oh, That's uniform is kit. Man, I thought you said something else. Boot! Shoe. <laughs>
table. Think he said something else? You had to translate the whole no, thing. No, I, I, oh. I heard Kit, but oh, okay. I can see where you were coming from on that, though. Uh, he wanted to hear something else, though. Yeah. Uh, who cares if Petke's in trouble? Let's get DJ Let's in get trouble. Let's get DJ. Yeah. <laughs> not going to get in trouble. You're the golden boy. Yeah, <laughs> where would this show be without you? We got that as recently as uh, two days ago on Facebook. So, well, I hope. Well, you can find whatever you want from anybody because somebody thinks. See what I did there? Yeah, but it was written form, and those those words hurt. Uh, I, in all sincerity, man, I'll give you a hug. I hope he hurts. I hope he has it under control. I root for the guy. What is trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener at Shamrock Plumbing. 801 295 1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. All right, coming up. Mark Harlan, 9 o'clock. The Utah AD is going to be in studio. All things Ute. Ute fans, tell all your fellow Ute fans. Cougar and Aggie fans, listen, maybe you know, there'll be something you can make fun of. Now we did, in all you. fairness, we, we have extended the invitation to the BYU Athletic Director, right? Yes. And we, what have we heard? Mm, we'll see. Nothing yet. We've heard of we'll see? Well, I get that. This, the first response I normally get is, we'll look into it. I follow so up. So are we in a holding pattern? We're in a holding pattern. We are in a holding pattern. Well, I just want to make sure. I if, mean, if he chooses to come, great. But if he chooses not to come, that's his if discretion. I've got no problem with that. If tradition holds true, we'll get another email in a week uh, or so. Okay, soon. well, I just want BYU folks to know that we the are The invitation yes. is open. It's not, we're not exclusive here. John Hartwell, the Utah State AD, will be on Talking Sports Sunday night. So, chance to hear from people. Okay, good. All right, DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. DJ and PK, brought to you in part by Master Electrical Services. And Master Electrical will light up your day. Give us a call at 801-543-2222. 801-543-2222. We'll be right on our way. That's 801-543-2222. So I was up at Utah football practice, and you were there the first day. I went up uh, both days, Wednesday and Thursday, and had an opportunity to talk to Britton Covey. Of course, everybody speaks to Kyle just about every day. And uh, so Kyle was asking me about you. What about me? He's noticed a difference in you. He says, man, DJ, he's looking buff. (laughs) (laughs) He did. Yeah, he did. And he said that uh, said he's noticed that you know you're not uh, porky. You're not the skinny. You're not the skinny weekly Uh. weakling that you used to be. Uh, Well, let's just hear it in his own words as he described you. He's up over 200 pounds. We hope to keep him over 200 during fall camp. It's, It's all good weight. I mean, he's not fat. It was good weight. Yeah, yeah, right. You don't really need me now, do you? So you're not fat. <laughs> you pretty much got the routine worked out. With you're not hawk. fat. It's all good weight you've been putting on. Pretty much. He's yeah. up over 200 pounds. We hope to keep yeah. him over 200 during fall camp. It's, it's all good weight. I mean, he's not fat. It was yeah. good weight. Right. That's what he said he noticed you. It's all good weight. You're not fat. So you got that going for you, man. I mean, you used to be chunky and pudgy, but you're not fat. Okay, good. <laughs> Was that him talking about Tyler? No, he's talking about you. Come on. Let's go. Move it along. <laughs> yes, he's talking about Huntley. 
25 pounds in the offseason. When you asked Tyler about the 20, he kind of like the sheepish look on his face like, well, I don't want to brag, but it's 25, and I worked hard for this, so I want credit. <laughs> this hasn't been easy. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but, so he's got this extra weight, but what does that mean? Don't know for sure. I think it improves the odds of taking hits and staying healthy, but hey, 300 pounders mess up their shoulders. Sometimes there's just no guarantee. Sometimes you get hit wrong, you get landed on wrong, and you're hurt, you're injured. That's the way it goes. Okay, but does it, and I understand that. So he's playing the odds, and but so it, he gives whatever odds he's putting his, he can put in his favor. He did. But what I'm talking about is actual production out on the field. I understand. The bigger, stronger, faster right. g- could help you potentially against injury prevention. Right. But that's just a flip of a coin to an extent. I, I was curious, and he was very dismissive, and we can play it, but I was curious about, well, you're carrying extra weight. What does that cost you in terms of straight-line speed when, you know, when you're, you're breaking a big play or just quickness when you're trying to make a guy miss in a small area, just you know, over two steps, five yards or whatever. Well, it depends and on you who asked, the player is. Yeah, and you asked, and he was just like, no, I'm not losing that. Oh, well, I, I, I don't think, know how much that's bravado and how much that's true. I but. think the most important thing here is what's Utah's offense going to look like? Are they going to throw more or are they going to run more? I mean, it's great. He's plus twenty five. Good right. flex on the beach, all you want, but it only it only matters getting the ball down the, in the field, field and into in the, the end zone. zone. Sevens, not threes. Yeah, that's all that matters. Right. So it doesn't matter what you look like. Thirties, not twenties. Sevens, not threes. It is about production, and so you got this another offensive coordinator. Are they going to? change the offense or is the offense going to look exactly the way it's looked with maybe some modification but is it going to run versus the pass what's going to be there listen to Britton Covey on what he says the offense is going to be it's no secret that we are going to be you know more of a run heavy team and so that's our identity and I like the fact that we have one but we definitely will get opportunities you know the great thing about being a run identity team is when you do do a play action or whatever it's you know, you expect to have a good play, you expect right. to make first down. So, yeah. Yeah, when you do do a play action, like, you know, every once in a while. <laughs> so, is so it we're not going to see anything different here. Is it going to be 60-40? It's, it's going to be Oh, rough. no, it's minimum 60. Right. It's going to be 65-70. So, so when the big plays are there, when the, when the plays are there and it's a pass play, are they dinking it for four yards? Are they throwing incomplete? Or are they going to hit on big plays because they have one-on-one coverage and they finally have playmakers or wide receiver? Because in well, why, theory... Why do they finally have that? The big play ought to be there. Because they had these young guys and they invested in time in them and now they're going to be great. Maybe. Maybe not. Well, how many years have you been saying that? Uh, ever since 2008. Okay, in 2008, so that- it was legit. In 2008, they were run heavy. And when they wanted to make a big play, they could make big plays. So... You've been saying it in 2008. It's like Petke. You've had all these issues, but now it's now it's here. It is year 11. This is 11 straight years of. So they had young guys in 2009, 2010, 2011, and so forth mm-hmm. and so on. Now I'm not saying this is the wrong thing to do. What I'm saying is don't expect much change. You, the names change, but the philosophy I don't know that it really does. And they've won a lot well, of games. They're not the favorite in this conference because. 
they are Mike Leach's pass-happy offense. <laughs> Fact. But we've seen games in the past where you know Moss got 13 carries and Moss got 12 carries and they lost the game. So and everybody screamed and yelled. I know they weren't run heavy. Yeah, when he runs for 100 yards, when he gets 20 carries and 100 yards, their chances of winning go way up. Well, he's going to get way more than that. Here's your own, your leading receiver saying, saying they're it's run. no secret. We, we're going we've to heard run heavy. Yak, you have the uh, the thing from uh, Media Day uh, where where Moss was talking about 30. 30 touches, and there's no more of him going to his position coach asking the OC if they can run the ball. And he laughs because he thought it was ridiculous. Are you fans okay with that? Because it doesn't look like we're going to see any change. If anything, we're going to see more of the same, not less. Well, I think there were times we didn't see the run heavy stuff. Hence, we're going to see more, not less. I think you fans are whatever are happy with whatever puts the ball in the end zone and puts. If they score thirty points, their odds of winning go through the roof. They're not going to lose many games when they score thirty. Now, when they start having twenty fours and seventeens up on the board, they might be in trouble. They might pull it out, but they might be in trouble. So I think you fans are on board with anything that gets them to thirty points. Well, anybody wants to win. That they're no different right. than any other fan base. So is this going to work? But this, I think there was some perception here. Well, Huntley's a senior. We've got the deep, deep, deep core receivers. And so what does that mean? Well, it doesn't mean anything. You're going to see exactly what you've seen, even mean more so. But when they do throw, it's going to be one-on-one, or are they going to make big plays? That's the only well, thing what, that what, might change. What was it before? They were all in double coverage? <laughs> I mean, when those I think passes they... were dropped in the title game, they were one-on-one. So I'm not worried about one-on-one. One-on-one means I've got a defender. That doesn't mean I have a first down or a big play. Hopefully, they've recruited and developed some guys who can be one-on-one coverage. Well, it's the same guys. But they've had a chance to develop. Well, that's just like they did in 09. So and the passing game's going to suck? They didn't develop in 09. But you already told me the last time. 09 was big, young guys. Yeah, well, but right. they didn't develop in 2010. Right, and then so forth and so on. So you've already told me. That in 08, they were all that in a bag of chips. But hope lives. At some point, it's going to happen. Yeah, but it's about production. It's not about hope. Yeah. I mean, if you're hoping for stuff, that's bad news. Well, that is what I'm doing. And you're right, it is bad news. But I'm certainly not guaranteeing it. I mean, that'd be crazy. Guaranteeing what? That they're going to make big plays in the passing game. Yeah. Hope they will. The opportunity ought to be there because this run game should be able to bring the extra defender into the box. Yeah, but it's Less than the zone coverage. No, Britton Covey said that August 1st, 2019. But that's a statement that could have been uttered... August 1st, 2015. On and on and on. Well, it's no secret that we're going to be run heavy. Is that good enough to get you where you want to go being run heavy? And is the throw game good enough to get you? Because it's two things. you got to have them both. Yeah, one or the other, you're going to stub your toe. For all the greatness, and i got to give Leach credit, go, go to an outpost and build it up to where there's not that much pressure. So then when you lose six times in a row to Washington, everybody, well, well you're 11-2 and two and you're in Pullman. That's great. He's never really won the biggest game that he's had to win. 
it looks really different, but at the end of the day, there's a lot of comparisons between Washington State and Utah. They're not the glamour spots in the conference. The coaches are likable. They win a lot, but they haven't won the biggest prize, which is the conference championship. And they're just... But there are low expectations versus what other teams in the conference face. Except not now. Right. Now they finally built it up and built it up but and not built it up. With Mike Leach. No, he got picked fourth. Yeah. Only you are picking him to win it and put pressure on so him. So they Come on, Mike. have that. Uh, the, the, that difference is the difference here is that now you're expected. Is there enough offense? Not enough run, but enough offense for them to win it all? Definitely, maybe. Yeah. Then, I, know. I know. Come on. But that's, that's hit, why they got 12 votes. Hit it votes. down the middle on the golf course. Don't hit it down the middle on the radio. So is the answer no? What's your I, answer? It can't be yes. I can't guarantee it. So then is your answer no? I'm right back at you. If I had to pick, I would pick no. But I would pick maybe. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> but if you're taking maybe away from me, then I take no. That's my I'm biggest 70, concern. Yeah. I, I would say, seriously, I would say I'm 70-30 now. Why should I expect anything different? Tell me. I want them to win as much as the next guy. Well, because... If it can't be the Devils. Absolutely, I want it to be the Utes. There's, there's two reasons they can win. Everybody else is a little flawed, too. They don't have to beat a great team to do it. Maybe yeah, you don't know who who's flawed in December. You're right. I don't. And we're not in December. We're sitting here on August right. 2nd. So that, but on they, August they 2nd, don't beat, they don't everybody beat looks a little flawed, so I think August they can. 2nd. And in the biggest moment, can Huntley make big plays? He's, I don't think he's going to stand back there and fling it 40 times a game. I don't think there's any chance that's going to happen. But big plays and big moments. So that's my point. He can gain all the weight he wants, and he can look like yeah. uh, he's been working out at Venice Beach. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and even right. so, but what does that mean? If it doesn't so, translate into production, who cares how big his arms are? And even so, even if the quarterback makes a big play, regardless of who the quarterback is, because we have examples with both quarterbacks last year, they can hit a receiver in the hands, it can't turn into an interception. It happened early in the ASU game. Has a heck of a ball Huntley threw, and he threw it down like the three yard line or whatever it was. It was in the air forever. Hit the receiver in the hands, got, bounced up in the air, got intercepted. And then when he's hurt and he's out, same thing happens on the only touchdown of the game in the Pac-12 title game. Hit the receiver in the hand. So that's how they lost that game by a fluke play. That's that's the reason why they didn't go to the Rose Bowl because of a fluke play. That drives me nuts. <laughs> There's a thousand plays. Yep. Quit saying that's how you. That's the only reason you weren't in the Rose Bowl. Come on, stop. You. Could have scored two touchdowns. You were a bad on, call from going to the whatever bowl. Sun. Yeah. So, stop Vegas. That. Stop that. Just stop saying that. And actually, each time you say that, you heap more pressure on the team, not less. So, you sympathizers, when you say that, you put more pressure on them this year. Sven, Wyoming Cowboy in Utah, regular t- regular uh, tweeter and listener. Being run heavy is not going to help the Utes get where they want to go. Huntley and Moss have not gone a season without getting hurt. Having them run more isn't going to help their odds. Expects more injuries. Done. Well, Moss had the thing last year, and then he had some issues that well surfaced the year before, so there is a degree of being right on that. Obviously, Huntley has had significant issues that have caused him to miss upwards of 10 games now. Yeah. All right. So what do you think? What are the odds they get where they want? 
Yes, no, definitely, maybe. Uh, I, unless they show increased production in the throw game, they're not going to get where they want. Right. So what are the odds they're going to do that? I mean, I agree with that. I think a lot of people agree with that. But that, it's a must. Right. They're not going to get there through if just running the ball. Right. They got to be more confident. They got back there. Right. I mean, you got to at least now because you're going now. We're not going in December. You've got a suspect offensive line now. Now you do. According still, to your own uh, your own right. coach, he says that's. But the as we know, issue. he's a golfer, and one day he's going to golf in Maui with you. But is he sandbagging? You know how that no. works in golf. No, I don't think he. He is. doesn't have a case of where he thinks seven guys can do it, and they just haven't sorted out who's starting and what the best combinations are, and it'll work out. You use the word he knows. You didn't say he anticipates, he expects, yep. he wants. You use the word no. Okay, so if I change it to expects. Well, I think they expect their offensive line to be quality for sure. Yeah. So they will be able to but, run the but ball. But they don't have to. It's not like the defense. He doesn't expect it on the defense. He knows it. He guarantees it. Okay. Because it will happen right. unless they have massive but he doesn't, injury. He doesn't have to run the ball on USC today. The conference opener is still weeks away. Yeah, I know. And I don't it's know good. that he's going to have any answers or any where he could say, I know by the time they get to the SC. Either. I think it's going to continue to be a work in progress. And really, it's going to be, can you run the ball against Washington? And then, and you can go, uh, well, Moss was out against Washington and, Sa- and Santa Clara, but what did he but do? The home game. Yeah. So, I mean, if you want to blame injuries. An excellent defense shut down a one-dimensional offense that yeah. night. That's what happened that night. Yeah. Washington, we'll excellent defense, and the Utes were one-dimensional. The names changed, but the result and the form of defeat didn't change. Right. Ten points in two games. They were the same. So, you, know, you can run the ball against SC all you want, but you are in the position to win the conference, not win the division. The, the win the division is almost uh, a given by a lot of folk. And it should be a given, even though it's not. I don't think it is, but a lot of folk have it. So you're talking about winning the conference because winning the division is not good enough. Put you right back where you were last year. Unless you're seven and one and or eight and one and the other team is nine and zero in the division. If you are eight and one in the division, and I might even go seven and two. Uh, but Oregon but goes Oregon gets it together and goes undefeated. I'm, no, I'm talking about the South. I'm oh, saying so if, if you, you had, don't win the division, but you're seven and two, eight and one, I'm going to have a hard time considering that as a bad season, as a disappointing season. It's not a bad season, so if you, but as a disappointing. So season. USC gets it together, whoever it might be, and returns yeah. to the USC of old. If you want to use the traditional fallback, I'm fine with that. But that's not going to happen. They're not going to be eight and one and lose the division. I would be that would be the shocker of all shocks. We haven't seen an eight and one team lose yeah. a Pac twelve division yet. Yeah, so I don't anticipate that. The only that can, those only two circumstances that happens: the other team goes nine and one, or the other team goes eight and one and has beat you. That's the only two ways that that can happen. But I don't forecast that. But it's about the point is it's about winning the conference. Does this team have enough offense to win the conference? Rhino I have, says this. My doubts. Rhino says this is the best OC Utah's had in ten years. Ludwig gets it. And he gels with Kyle. Moss is going to the downtown athletic club. 
Book it. <laughs> Do we have an athletic club down here? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Which well, they, they got one over at the what's the new mall called that's been around for a few years now? City Center. City Center. City yeah. Creek. City Creek. City Creek. Yeah, there's the uh, yeah. the gym. That's not the downtown athletic club, but there's well, I the said gym. A downtown. Athletic there is a downtown. Not the athletic. downtown. Athletic <laughs> club. I understand that. He's at the gym holding up a little plastic trophy. <laughs> because what whoever you just said was that I assume that came over via tweet. Yeah, that was Rhino. Okay, Rhino, what he's saying is Moss will be a Heisman finalist. That would absolutely be awesome. Uh, yeah. But uh, Ludwig, yeah, he gets Kyle, which is one of the reasons why it makes me nervous because he gets Kyle. <laughs> so he's going to know not to go in there. And do things that are going to get Kyle irate, which means you got Britton Covey saying, we're, everybody knows we're going to be run heavy. I was a little queasy when Covey made that acknowledgement. Not that he's not speaking the truth. Wasn't, he absolutely wasn't Moss is. talking to you when he said he was getting 30 touches? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How's that different? Well, because you can get touches via other ways, yeah. except instead of just simply handing off one other way, obviously. They can throw him the ball, and that'll be five times a game. It'll still be 25 carries. Well, I mean, they're not, yeah, not going to throw him the ball 10 times a game. I don't see if that. If you move the ball down the field via the pass, I don't care how it occurs, whether it's a tight end screen or a wide receiver screen or it's a bullet 40 yards, whatever. Who cares? So, yeah, I think that they, my, my thing is they've just got to do different things than what we've seen because what we've seen hasn't been good enough. Uh, it starts with catching the ball. Well, no, actually, I think it starts with throwing the ball. If you're not throwing it, then there's nothing that they can catch. Well, they're going to throw it. Only 35% of the time? That Is that could, enough? Yeah, that could be enough. If they're good at it when they do it, the 35 To me, it's not the number so much. It's quality. You can do it a lot. If you're not good at it, it's not going to do any good. Well, yeah, but it stands the reason the more things you do, the more times you do something, the better off you're going to be. Going back to your golf analogy, the more I golf, the better I'm going to get. There's a reason why I went over to Bonneville last night after practice and shot one over. Nice. Just nine. From the blue freaking tees. (laughs) Had a kid. (laughs) Now, I had a putt on nine of about nine feet uphill, and I missed it. But I'll. Uh, Which nine did you play? Front on nine. Yeah. So in that little par three down into that bowl? Yeah. And I missed the putt, but I'm going to blame it on because the sun had gone down. If the sun was illuminated, I would have made that. You would have made it? You could have seen the break? That, that's it was in I, the, what is that? That's what what's I'm that, saying by What's that old school uh, sports writing word uh, for Babe Ruth? In the gloaming? Whatever gloaming is. I don't know that. I've never heard that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've I mean, never heard that. He had a home run at sundown at Wrigley Field. It was in the gloaming. I've never heard that in the gloaming. Have you heard in the gloaming, y'all? Because I have never heard that. I have not. That is brand friggin' new. Nope, I am glad very, I came to work old. today. It's very old. Thank goodness. Again, this has been a week of education. I have been taught repeatedly by him. Well, it's been a good week then. Absolutely it has. (laughs) Thank you. All right, coming up. The Homer in the Gloaming. One of the most famous walk-off homers in baseball folklore. I'll read that to you during the break. When we come back, it's the Utes, it's the Cougars, it's the rivalry game countdown. It's DJ and PK. 
This, this, this is Hans Olsen and Scotty G. It's what you want. Camps underway to help break down the Cougars. Will Snowden. Zach Wilson obviously finished the season on a hot note, but I think that's something that people have been kind of glossing over. That was a serious surgery he had in the offseason. Is that something that Cougar fans should be concerned about? Well, of course. I mean, it's something that I'm concerned about. The biggest thing for me is I trust the staff over there, and if Zach is not truly ready to go, you're going to have to sit him and start preparing the Hall kid to get ready to go. But the blessing that they have is they have a backup quarterback who is very capable. He can play. They have to be smart with what they do with Zach. When you have a kid who has so much talent, so much ability, you want to make sure you protect him as long as you can because you don't want an injury to become something that really just holds you back your whole career. Catch Hans and Scotty every day from noon to 3. Presented by your Rocky Mountain Chevy dealers on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. BYU in Utah, the local college football season starts four weeks from yesterday. 28 minus 1, PK. 27. That would be the math, yeah. Rock solid math on the radio right there. 27 days to the Utes and the Cougars at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Big Thursday night kickoff. Yuck, hit the people with a factoid they can stun and amaze their friends with when they get into work. Well, this one's probably going to hurt BYU fans, I'm not going to lie. But 27 days away, 27 points was the amount of points that BYU put up last year in their loss, 34-27. to Held two 20-point leads, but gave it up late. Ended up losing that game 34-27. to It'll probably be etched in BYU fans' minds for a while if they do happen to lose this year's yeah. additional rivalry game. Oh, that's going to stick with me for years. Really? Oh, I was devastated. Wrecked? Ruined? Devastated. Stands on its own. Yeah, you blew two 20-point leads? That was awful. Here come the tweets. It was 35-27, Yach. People do not want to be cheated out of their oh, extra sorry, point. sorry, 35-27. Yep. It don't matter. It really doesn't. No, it don't. Yeah. That was a big-time blown lead twice, man. You can't afford that. That could have made a huge difference in BYU's season last year. Because there's a few games that they're judged by. That's what's difficult about their season is there's just a few games each year, and then they've got several games that just don't matter. You can do nothing except win. And if you win, great. If you lose, uh, but you're expected to win. But you're really going to get a big run on four or five games. And certainly if you would have had a win with a freshman quarterback last year, that would have been a huge cherry on top of your season, no question. I mean, you're looking at a seven and six, eight and five, but because one of those five would have come in Rice Eccles against a pretty doggone good football team that actually had already won the South, that would have been way super impressive and would have made a significant difference. A player two at the end of the Utah game, a player two at the end of Boise State. You can play woulda, coulda, yeah, shoulda. Especially Utah, not not so much Boise. And Utah, if they would have uh, won. Here, watch this, watch this, Dave. Here's this, I told you, not talking. Oh! Watch this guy. He's got his food. Oh! <laughs> He's in the second row in Philadelphia. He's right behind home plate. So he got a shot of the, the pitcher and the batter, and then in the top left corner is this guy trying to step, step over a chain because it's real exclusive. 
And you got to have the chain there to let the little people know they shouldn't be <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, 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 like yeah. they would have come down right to the second row, right behind home plate, and tried to bluff their way. Uh, and the guy's got a whole plate full of food. Look, you're right, nachos, maybe a hot dog there. There was a drink, drink of some kind, yeah. yeah. And the front foot goes over the chain, but the back foot, the toe gets caught, and he is <laughs> off balance, and that is uh, – <laughs> And it's not good. He goes down. He just that's somersault time. Which have you ever tried to somersault with French fries in a drink? Doesn't usually end well. No, I don't know that I'm going to somersault at all. Good news. Now he's on ESPN. Yeah, but only as number three. What would be worse than that? Of the week. Oh, it's Floyd Merriweather. Stupid. Is that even worth watching? Who cares about this one? But when you look at BYU, because you look at Utah, right? They were six and three. Their season wouldn't have been that much different if they were seven and two in the in the division. I don't really see that big of a difference, but yet I see BYU. If you beat Utah last season, to me, that's a significant difference. Well, they feel better about the streak being over. No, it would it's back a, to an eight-win team. It's a significant difference. If they win that game, even more so than if they beat Boise, and the, then the win total would be the same. But if they were to beat, if they would have held on to either of those twenty-point leads, it would have been significant. And yet, yeah. And people talk about uh, for Cougar fans will say, "Wow, there's all sorts of pressure on the Utes this year because they're nationally ranked, expected to do this and that going into this game." And I agree. But it doesn't mean that the Cougar program is pressure-free because they've got to find a way to win at least one, if not two, of those September games. And you've proven since you've gone independent, you can't beat Utah at other points in the season. And now you got this game, first game. So if you can't beat them now, you can't beat them in the third game, you can't beat them in the last game, now you got something new here. First game, when can you beat them? Uh, you know, eventually. Well, it's going to happen eventually, but there's no better time than now at home, first game of the season. So there's pressure on this football team, too. There's a lot of pressure on the Ute team, I'll agree, but I don't think the, the Cougs are pressure-free. That's my point. DJ and PK, you're right, they're not. It's a huge prize. Whoever gets it is going to feel great about it, whichever Cougar team finally does it. Might as well be you right now, especially with the tough home schedule. We've talked about them getting out 2-2. Two and two. If you get the first one, it does take a lot of the heat off the rest of the month. Yeah, oh yeah. Man, how, how much fun would practice be that next Monday and Tuesday? Yeah. Totally different mood, totally different vibe. Oh, forget that. How about church Sunday, Dave? Yeah! That's where I'm going. If they beat... I'm telling you right now. Yeah? If BYU beats Utah, you're going to the mountaintop? No. I'm going to a Latter-day Saint congregation on Sunday. Come to my ward. I wouldn't be be the rock star walking in with PK. I'll be there. This is Patrick Kinahan. I'll have on my tie-dye shirt, but I'll be there. And my wife will be wearing pants, but she'll be there. (laughs) Wear whatever you want. (laughs) Not that cocktail dress from Kmart? No, no. No, don't they got that? How'd that pants movement? There was that one gal with the pants. Yeah, it's you know it's still still there. out there. Scotty'd have a better idea about that. So that's my that's my pledge. All right. What are you going to do? Nothing. Oh come on, Cougar fans, 
I just made my pledge. If they win that game, I'm showing up to a Latter-day Saint congregation the following Sunday. I want Cougar pledges right here, right now. You will do in oh honor boy. of your co-investor, Johnny Kalachi. dot, dot, dot. I'll send Johnny. I'll send Johnny the award. So, no, no. I want you. <laughs> September 1st, PK can that be what sitting it is? In, a, in a church building. Okay, yeah. If they win. Is that the Sunday? That's, That's the, the Sunday. following Sunday. Yep. Mm-hmm. Look at Yach, master of the calendar. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I couldn't have done that if you'd given me the next hour. All right. When we come back, 855-340-ZONE. Let it rip. Hit us up on Twitter right now, at David DJ James. Grab your phone. Use the app. Send us some audio. Use the open mic feature. We'll get to that next. It's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Remember, coming up at 9 o'clock, Mark Harlan, Utah Athletic Director, joins us in studio.